Welcome to the Inspire Ladies podcast, where through the mess, with all of the stress, we are completely blessed. No matter where you're at in your journey, if you're a seasoned Christian or still discovering the journey that God has set for you, we encourage you to take a listen. We are your hosts, Ashley Eberts and Kyla Vincent. Grab your coffee or your sweet tea and let's see what the Lord has for us today. Ladies, have you ever felt like you have the lemons that God provides for you, but can't make the lemonade? Mm, Preach it. Maybe it's because God didn't want you to make the lemonade. Maybe he wanted you to make orange juice out of that, but you're prideful and you're wanting to be in control and you want to make that lemonade. Mm -hmm. You need to be focusing on God and whatever God provides out of that. You need to know that the orange juice that he's going to make you make is going to be the most delicious orange juice you've ever had. Okay, Ashley. Today, we're going to talk about fun stuff. I'm pretty excited about it because, you know, a lot of ladies that are like us don't know or don't choose to remember that God is always in control. Yes. And we like to sometimes not remember that fact because (laughs) we are prideful (laughs) and stubborn. Yes. So stubborn. And like when the anxiety kicks in and you're just like, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And you just cry because you're just like, I don't know how to do this. Why am I not praying about this? Why am I not taking it to the one person in my life that I know can completely handle it? And it's funny because when you come to that realization, you're just like, oh my gosh, like you hit my heartstrings, God. However, then you just keep doing it. <laughs> and then you're just like, okay, wait a minute. And it takes a while to adjust that to get the right frequency. Whoa, yes. Allowing God to be in control reminds me of Job. Yeah. A lot because everything was, he was given everything because he was such a good steward of God. Literally everything was taken away from him. And it's funny because I actually was thinking about this the other day Mm. because I've been dealing with allowing God to be in control when I feel like nothing is going right, but it's because I feel like everything has to be perfect when it doesn't. And so God just put Job in my heart. Maybe I need to read that book again. Everything was taken from him. His family, his children. Mm -hmm. I cannot even imagine how his heart must have felt. So heavy, but still so full of faith. Yes. And so obedient too. Throughout the whole story. I mean, even Job's wife was like, how do you not lose your faith in all of this? And he could not let God go. And thank God that he didn't because everything else... When you look at it at the end of the day, God worked it out. Yeah. And man, that man left an incredible legacy of faith and trust and hope. That man is just, we should strive to be in when it comes to just not having control over anything. I know when I have my kids, I feel like I'm out of control because I always feel like they need to be perfect in certain situations. Yeah. And kids will definitely make you figure out that nothing's perfect. Mm-hmm. So, um... It was funny because, you know, we were hanging out together Mm -hmm. and our kids were battling and we're just like, stop it. It's okay. It's okay. Stop it. Stop it. And they just kept going and going and they were just not obedient. And we had to end up separating them. And, you know, I love your son. He's so cute. And he he (laughs) loves everyone with his whole heart. He really does. And he likes perfection as well. Unfortunately, he gets that from me. It's okay. Little guy. It's okay. And you know what? The good thing is, is that I'm able to speak God to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's sitting there upset about how things aren't going right with the colors. 
you know, because all of our boys were coloring. And of course, crowns, markers, pencils were going everywhere. Oh, goodness. It was a nightmare. Things were flying. (laughs) We were just trying to roll with it, trying to do Bible study while they're all playing. Yeah. That worked (laughs) out real swell. (laughs) And his little heart just got so sad that it wasn't perfect. And I just bent over and told him, like, thank goodness we're not perfect. Because if we were perfect, we wouldn't need Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we need Jesus. He's perfect. Yes, and he is still understanding because, y'all, my son just got saved recently. Hallelujah. Praise God for that. And I think that a lot of this stuff is kind of coming to his brain like a little differently. Mm -hmm. He's understanding some things a little differently. And it's just interesting. I feel like I see some things, but I Mm. feel like I haven't really looked yeah. To see what the difference is in him. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see as as the weeks go by, mm-hmm. since this was just the other day that this happened. So it'll be interesting to see how this transforms his little mind. Right. But, so. you know, know too that like just because he's saved, that means Satan's trying even harder to oh, mess yeah. with him. But yeah. the thing that was cool about it is like I'm trying to teach him mm-hmm. that things aren't perfect. But then I'm looking at myself like, oh, was I supposed to say that to myself? Yeah, it's funny how God puts things mm-hmm. in our head to say to mm-hmm. others, mm-hmm. and then really God's like, okay, now turn that around on yourself. Yes. Because you also needed to hear that. Yes. And I feel like with kids, like they need to not just hear it from us. This is why we need to surround ourselves with such incredible people mm. and people who strive for what we strive for. Yes. Because we need people who are with our kids that are willing to say those things and are willing to be honest with them but in a loving way, in a godly way, and bring them back to Christ in those situations. So, gosh, that's so important. And I love that our kids can be that for each other. I know. It's amazing. And I love, and I always tell the boys, I was like, you know what? You need to talk about God as much as you can because you never know who doesn't know God and who doesn't know that Jesus died on the cross for their sins. Yeah, you always need to bring it into every single conversation, no matter what. It's so cute. My oldest, I mean, he is amazing when it comes to talking about God. Yeah, He will go into gymnastics. So my oldest, he does gymnastics, and he loves it. He's in that so good and everything. So He's good. amazing. And <laughs> bless his heart, he is asking all of his little friends, <laughs> do you know Jesus? I love that. <laughs> and, you so know, some cute. of them say yay or nay, you know, and Jet's yeah. like, well, you should talk to your mommy about getting saved because you need Jesus. <laughs> and so I'm just like, honey, <laughs> yes, they need Jesus, but let's say it in a nicer, kinder way. <laughs> like, let's bring it up. Do you know Jesus? Oh, you don't? Well, let me tell you why I love Jesus. Yeah. You know? Or, hey, how about you come to church with me? Right. Or you can tell your family to come to church. Yes. I love yeah. that too. Yeah. He's just so funny. Oh, you don't need Jesus? Okay. Well, whatever. You know, yeah. he's like that, but he, so he always honest. asks. And then he always comes to me, mommy, my little friend, he goes to church and he knows Jesus and he's saved. And I'm like, thank you for telling me that. That's amazing. <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> I love that kid. He's so honest. He's not afraid to say anything. I swear. Mm-mm. No, and neither is my middle child, but my middle child is very blunt. He's like his mom in that way. <laughs> He's like, you're going to go to hell if you don't believe in Jesus. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. He likes to talk about death. <laughs> 
I'm like, whoa, we need to turn this around, okay? Yeah. Let's learn how to say things in a different way. Right. <laughs> You're like, yes, biblical principles, but at the same time, honey, let's use some grace. And ladies, she's speaking to me. (laughs) (laughs) She's speaking to me so much because, uh, ladies, I don't know if you do, but I deal with perfectionism. And I don't like saying that because I don't like to say, oh, I'm not a perfectionist. But I am. I am hardcore. And I get so hard on myself a lot. And I have to remember that God is the only perfect person. Yes. And like Ashley told my son, like, you can't, if we were perfect, then we wouldn't need Jesus. So thank goodness we're not perfect because we need Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I need to remember that on a consistent basis. And it is so hard for me. And I'm telling you, I struggle. I think that's one of my biggest struggles in life right now is perfectionism and trying to make sure that, hey, God's in control. Mm-hmm. Calm down, mm-hmm. Katrina. It right? doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> Girls, ladies, we have names every now and then that will just splurt out. Yes. <laughs> like, Listen, Linda. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's not towards anybody in specific. It's quite funny, actually. So I, we apologize in advance if you're a Katrina or a Linda. Uh, yes. <laughs> we love you all. Yes. But um, I was just thinking, like, when you're seeking perfection, you really should be seeking God. Because he's the only one that's going to lead you out of that. Because it's just you sitting there and woe is me. Why can't I control this? It's not, this situation should be perfect. Why is it not? And it's because we put so much pressure on ourselves to be the perfect person, the perfect mother, the perfect wife, the perfect coworker, the perfect anything. You know what I mean? And it's not fair to our bodies or to God because he created you in his image. Mm -hmm. However, He did send Jesus to die on the cross for our sins because we needed a savior because he needs to let us know you're not perfect, but my son is, and my son died for you. So focus on the kingdom and everything else will fall into place. You know, I kind of feel like the more I do focus on my Bible and Mm. my studies and everything, and even when I get inquisitive on certain little things, and then we read like the sub in the application Bible, (laughs) you read like, like, what was that? Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that helps me draw closer doing this podcast and talking about God and scripture that draws me closer. Mm, so, so good. And you know, when we do draw closer, it's so crazy because I remember at the one of the conferences, we were talking about seeing God's face. Heather Tice was talking about seeing God's face and I never understood like, okay, yeah, read your Bible, blah, blah, blah. And you'll see his face. But literally, if you read your Bible, you can literally see exactly what he's talking about. You yeah. know what I mean? You see the grace, you see the blessings, just read your Bible. And I can't tell you how many times the Holy Spirit has told me, girl, read your Bible. Girl, read your Bible. You're stressed mm. out? Go read your Bible. Yeah. You know, you're in a situation that you don't like? Go read your Bible. Yeah. And I always like ignored it. I was like, yeah, okay, read my Bible. I'll get to it when I get to it. But no, it's true. Through the Bible studies that we're doing right now, we're doing one on discerning God's voice. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. Like yeah. everything in it. We listen so much to the enemy and what the enemy's lies are mm-hmm. that you have to be perfect. But at the end of the day, no, you don't. You know, God is so loving and love does not boast and love is not prideful. And love, like even for me, I'm very, very, very prideful when it comes to like 
I need to be the perfect mom. I stay at home. Those are the moms that are supposed to have it together. Those are the moms that are supposed to have the lunches perfected. Um, I did some study on God in control. Oh, yeah? And it was a very brief study, but I found a lot of verses. Because <laughs> I was just like, I see what you're telling me, and I don't think I want to hear it right now. Right. But at least at least I started. Okay. You know what? That's so good. forward. Yeah. Most people don't want to hear it. Yeah. Instead of like focusing on truth, you know? Yeah. And it hurts sometimes. Yeah. I know sometimes I read the Bible, I'm like, are you sure you're telling me this? Yeah. That kind of like hurts my heart. Or like when we're getting, you know, the sermons from Pastor Josh and the Holy Spirit is like push you in the right direction. He's nudging you. Yeah. He's not in hardcore nudging you. And yeah. you're like, hey, Pastor Josh, was that sermon supposed to be directed at me? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, nope. <laughs> you know? All right. So in Job 12, 10... In whose hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? That's so good. Like, it's so simple. Mm -hmm. However, if you just read it and just pray on it, the Lord will pull out of there what you need to see and what you need to hear. And you know, it's funny. I don't know why, but that was the first one that popped up on my computer when I searched about God in control. Isn't that funny how God works? He's like, you need to hear this first today, mm -hmm. Kyla. This is the one. This, this is, the one. This is the one. Okay, so there is a Bible verse. It is 1 John 4, 8, which says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And then just to add a little bit to that, what water is to an ice cube, love is to God. God and love aren't merely intertwined. That is so good. And ladies, that's from our Bible study book right now. We are going through a Bible study that is called Discerning the Voice of God by Priscilla Shire. And my goodness, it's it needed to happen when it happened, when we decided to do this Bible study um, and open it up to other Southern Hills ladies. Like it was, it was meant to be this specific book. Yes. Because it's just so eye-opening she puts it in a way that's a little more manageable to hear at times sure. because sometimes when we're reading the word, when we're reading scripture, it can be a little hard to translate it sure. into layman's terms, so to yes. speak. So gosh, it's such a good book. Um, another one I found was Proverbs. What is it? Proverbs 16, nine. And this says a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. So good. So good. That says to me that he will close that door if you're planning that way. Yep. Because I will direct you where you actually need to go. Right. Instead of you wanting to be in control, he's going to direct your path. But mm. you get to choose to make that. Oh, yes. So when you're choosing to not focus on him, you're going to focus on things that are of the world and you're going to not get very far. I promise you, it happens to me on a daily. <laughs> uh, it happens to me too. And I feel like every time I go through with this in God in control thing with perfectionism, I've, and then I go to church and then I get something from there, of course. And I feel like God always brings to the forefront of my mind, my work and the people I'm surrounded with. And so I'm like, okay, God, I know I need to be better there because it can be hard. The stress of my job right now is very high. And that's another thing too. And maybe that's why my perfectionism is, this is why Satan is using my perfectionism against me. Maybe it's a tool to get you closer to him. Mm -hmm. 
And God is using it as that. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to point something out from our book. So yes, we're doing the Bible study, like Kyla said, discerning the voice of God. And there's just this little quote that she had added in, and I'd like to point that out. So it says, ladies, just listen clearly. God does point out our sin, and that may not always sound loving to us. But he doesn't convict us of sin for the purpose of condemning us. His purpose in loving, revealing our sin is only to lead us to acknowledge it and confess it so he can change us. Gosh, it's so good. It's so good. And I love that it just, it always comes back to scripture. And I feel like that's what we need to focus on in this podcast and what what God brought to our hearts, ladies, is just to focus in and re-hone in of why we do this podcast, why we want to be present with you ladies and why Ashley and I work so well together is because we have the same thoughts in regard to where we want the Holy Spirit to lead us and it leading us in the direction of learning more about God and what God has for our lives. And this is just such an incredible opportunity to be able to do this and to bring God into everything and every aspect of these podcasts. So this one, I feel like we just really needed to do more verses and bring more scripture into it. And just remember that God is in control right. no matter what. And it's just, it's so important to remember that he is. I read this book and I mean, by read, I mean, Amazon listen to it, audiobook style. Those are the best, man. <laughs> because who has time right now um, right. with small children to actually sit down and read a book without, you know, the child ripping the book out of your hands and throwing sure. it on the ground and pouring their milk and juice all over it. Yes, it's happened so to me many before. Fun times. Yes. Um, but it was about a stressless life. And he always talked about the house does not need to be perfect. Nothing needs to be perfect because mm. it's always going to be there. Mm. It's always going to be happening and it's always going to pop up. Things are always going to have a wrench thrown in your plans. Right. It's just to fully trust him, you know? Yeah. Because even if there is that wrench, you still need to have joy in your heart because at the end of the day, God's going to take care of it. Yeah, you God's just got to, us. Yeah, you just need to seek him. That's it. Well, and it's like he's kept us alive this far. He's kept us here this far. Mm -hmm. He's kept us on his path right. thus far, even though we're making our own steps, right. <laughs> planning our own way. Yeah. God's got us in it. Can you remember a story where you felt like you were just in a place where you weren't trusting God and you were only focusing on yourself? Through my sobriety. When I was, um, I'm a recovered alcoholic and, um, and I struggled a lot too with mental health and that combined with alcoholism, it definitely pulled me away from God. I am so thankful that God stuck with me through everything because it's interesting through my life and through my, my journey with alcoholism, he always sent me people here and there. Like, and I will always remember the people's names that were meant to be in that place in my life for a reason. It was almost like a little, a poke in the shoulder. Like, hey, just so you know, this is me. This is me here. This is me here. There's Sarah. There's Nicole. There was, um, my brother even played a bit of a part in it too. And um, my grandmother as well. It's just, it's so funny just how... 
I remember these people and those certain moments in life where they gently pulled me away from a decision that I was going to make that was poor. I was so close to that that end because I, I, I didn't want to end alcoholism. I didn't want to come into sobriety. Just those, those people, those female things. I'm just so thankful that God is God. Right. right. Master of all. And he, this is, that's why this Proverbs 16, 9, just a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Like how true is that for me in my life and my journey? That's amazing that you can see God through all of it because I think, I mean, I personally don't know, but I had people in my life that I had to deal that with. Um, My dad wasn't an alcoholic, but he had other substances that he liked to use. So that was very hard for me as a child. Yeah. You know what? But honestly, I can truly say thank God, like praise God. My dad is clean. He's sober. He's been like that for a while now. Praise God. But in the midst of it, it's hard to see God's blessing in it. Yes. Because as a child, how do you find God's blessing in that? But now that I have different people in my life, there's a reason why I had to go through that so I can teach like how to deal with that as like a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because God knew your steps and he's like, you have to go through this, Ash, mm-hmm. but You're don't not going to like it. Don't worry, but I, I'm going to use it for good. And he did. Yeah. Like it's so hard when you're in the midst of it trying to see that because you're like, how is this going to end up good? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it always does. It always does. As long as you trust in him and you know that he's your savior and you know that God sent his son to die on the cross for your sins. He always works it together for good. You are a child of his. And that's hard for me to understand too, just dealing with, you know, my dad and everything that I go with. Like, how's God going to be better than my earthly dad? God puts those things in our lives, those moments and those people in our lives to Mm. save us in in another way. Mm. Because God knows, yes, Christ is your savior, Mm. but you also need little things here and there to help save you along the way. For sure. In a different aspect. So Um, even if my children are throwing lemons at me. (laughs) You're going to make that lemonade into orange juice. (laughs) I will make the orange juice with God. I will make the orange juice. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Might be a little sour sometimes. It may be a little bit, a little bit too sweet sometimes, (laughs) but it'll always work out and it'll be the best orange juice ever. Yes. Man, that is all about, I just like, I feel like our testimonies were meant to be made to help us remember and understand God is in control. And our stories are different, but similar. Yeah. It's so crazy, guys. I know we talk about this probably every single podcast, but like me and Kyla, like it had to be like divine intervention for us to be like friends. Yes. Because I agree. everything, we never get tired of each other. No. We I get tied to her. No, I'm just kidding. No, she don't, girl. <laughs> don't let her don't let her play. Anyways, we always hang out like constantly. Like at least, I don't know, one once or twice a week, maybe. Yeah. There's never a time where we're like we need a break from each other. Yeah. And and when we mean hang out, we mean like <laughs> from morning till night. With all of our children. With all of our chaotic, wonderful, beautiful, crazy children. Yeah. It's so funny. How and we, we never get tired of it and we're you know what I feel like it is? Is like with our children. Okay. So we together, we have what? Five kids, right? Four boys. Okay. 
And if y'all have boys, y'all know, okay? <laughs> and then one sweet little precious little girl that she can do nothing wrong, and I don't care what her mama says. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely acts like she's the princess, that's for sure. <laughs> it's okay. I kind of help her with that. God is tag teaming us and being like the tribe that they need. Because in times where I feel flustered, she steps in. The times that she can't get it together, I step in. Yeah, that's so true. And it's just like... And it all works out. Like among the chaos, it's always peace. God definitely put us together for a reason, but I also feel like we had to step out of our comfort zones to be able to get to this point. Oh, yeah. Well, God doesn't want you comfortable. Once you get comfortable, he's going to switch that up real quick. Oh, yeah. He'll throw those lemonades at you or the lemons at you. The lemonades too. Get the juice all on. (laughs) (laughs) It's just amazing. Like just having somebody to do Bible study with And you just get so many biblical principles and then you get to hang out and have that fellowship. And when it's meant to be effortless, God allows it every single time to be effortless. Okay, here's another incredible verse. And it's funny because Matthew 6, 25 starts in a section of the Bible. It says, do not worry. This whole section, it says, do not worry. How ironic. Um. And it's about the birds of the sky. So it says, um, Matthew, again, 6, 26. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value than they are? There's just so many incredible verses and just sections in Matthew 6. I encourage everybody to just read Matthew 6. I had a conversation just recently um, with my stepdad, and the first thing he always tells me is, I need you to stay calm, which in the beginning, it was like, okay, I'm having heart palpitations as soon as you say that. Yeah, freak out already. Right, I'm already freaking out. And he was talking about my grandmother and possibly a stroke that she was having. And I was like, okay. And he was like, but we don't know anything for sure. They're doing an MRI. Okay, so she's 89 years old and she's going, going, going. And she has a great body. Like her doctors are saying all your insides are great, you know, but it ended up not being a stroke. Praise God. But she does not look that old either. No, she doesn't. She looks great. Yeah, she's amazing. She's a lively little lady. Yes, she is. But like my first always reaction is to get anxious and like, oh my goodness, what's going on? What's going on? And then like lately, it's just an overwhelming piece of it. Like God's got this, whether or not you freak out or not. So stop freaking out, you know? And God's just showing me that piece. Like I've got you. Don't worry. Everything's going to work out. Yeah. Might not be the way I want it to because I'm not God and it's not, it's not my life. It's his, you know what I mean? Cause I feel like once you get to that point where you are a born-again Christian and you know that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and you know that you're going to heaven, it's a whole different life. Like, it's not yours anymore. We're always told, and like the Bible tells us, like, you need to let your old self go every day because it's not about you. It's and not. once you realize, once you're living for God, how many blessings come out of that, it's amazing. It's quite incredible that just like the little things that we don't think about, like running late after work, I got to go pick up the kids and like traffic's insane. Just help me be calm. Help me just get through this. And sure enough, no matter what, I'm always there earlier Mm. than what I think or traffic doesn't end up being that bad. Um, You know, my son has such a great teacher and 
she's just like, don't worry, I got him. Mm -hmm. Just get here when you get here and take your time. Just little stuff like that. You know, you don't really realize. However, especially when you're in the heat of the moment and you're just like, all of a sudden panic hits you. Like it's almost like a slap in the face and it hits you. Yeah. I've gone through a lot of stress and we're in a lot of a transition right now at work. And I just like walked into work this morning and I was like, God, I have not been good at work. I have not been a good role model for you. Like I should be. Help me to just breathe through today and just take one day at a time and get what I can done. Write everything down so I don't forget anything. And just move forward and understand that I'm human. And then the next day, what does God say about the next day? All his mercies are new, right? So he's going to give you what you need for the next day. You just need to follow him. Um, Well, I think it's been an awesome run. Amazing. And this has been such a good talk. I really feel like the Holy Spirit has led a lot of this Mm -hmm. into fruition and for a good reason. Yeah. I feel like, especially in this time and day, we need to all know that God's in control of everything. No matter how scary things can be, girl, if we're scared, we just need to pray. Right. Because fear is a liar. Yep. It is so true. Yep. When God gives you the lemons and wants you to make lemonade and you don't know how, read your Bible. Yes. And he'll make orange juice. (laughs) I love that analogy. It's like the best thing in the world. She burst into my house, y'all, one day, and she's like, girl, I just thought of the best thing ever. When life gives you lemons and you don't know how to make the lemonade, you can make orange juice. (laughs) And I'm just like, what? Because it's like, okay, it seriously is like, because you want the lemonade and you think like, hey, I'm going to make lemonade because I have lemons. But... Mm -hmm. I hate to tell you this, but you don't write your story. God does. He's got the pen. So if he wants to make orange juice out of those lemons, I bet you he would. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I'd be like, oh, these look like oranges now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we appreciate everybody that listens. And if you could please share us with other ladies so they can listen and get a little bit of knowledge on Jesus, that would be awesome. Yes. And don't forget to check out inspireladies.com for upcoming events and Bible studies to help you connect because this is such an incredible church. God gives us all such an incredible opportunity through this church on a regular basis. So get connected. And we also wanted to say thank you for any of the ladies or all the ladies that came up and said hey to us during the conference. It was so nice to meet you, and we're so excited to see what the future holds for us here in this podcast. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, ladies, for joining us today. Be sure and check out InspireLadies.com on how to get connected with small group. See you on Sunday and have a blessed day. day.